0: Good evening everybody, my name is Jordan Bass, the host of this here podcast known as the Disney, where every single week we talk about a different Disney movie as we make our way through the entire Disney archive. And this week we're talking about a movie about a couple best friends. And I'm here with my best friends to talk about that movie. First up, we got my wonderful girlfriend, Kaylee Foote.
1: What's up, what's up, what's up?
0: you excited to talk (laughs) about the fox and the hound, Kaylee? Hella. And to my right, we have the esteemed, handsome man that is Dalton Smalltown Indicat. Thank you. Thank you. Small town. Small town.
2: Small town. Small town. There's that lady with
0: her tits out again. Seriously, (laughs) man. This is is a
2: fucking apartment. You You have to leave.
0: Thank you. There's a cat in here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put those away. There's no cats you in here. widow. This, movie. <laughs> <laughs> this week on the show, we're talking about the fox and the hound. I've been looking forward to talking about this one because this was one that I really had a lot of memories from from my childhood. And we'll get into that here in a little bit. But yeah, it was a bit of a switch up from our past several episodes. I feel like the past four episodes have been... Kind of a lot going on in those movies, and this was a step back from that in a huge way. It's a much more somber movie. The movie itself was,
2: it had its moments of, like, happiness, but the movie overall was just, like, a very, like... It was, Heavy-handed. It's, it's, a, it's a very
0: heavy movie, yeah. Very. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even, like, I mean, we'll, and we'll get into it more later, but, like, even the playfulness of it was kept almost to a minimum. Very you know. Minimum. I mean, the, the opening scene is literally... It's about 16, 17 minutes, maybe, of happiness? Yeah, I mean, you... Oh, the open opening the, scene. Yeah, Oh, yeah, we'll, just, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it's that. It's oh, yeah. immediately, like, yeah. it's so sad. It's like, it fuck, here we go. sets the tone right off the bat. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely correct. Well, this week on the show, Small Town, you want to tell the listeners what we're drinking? I mean, some of you should be drinking along with us, but just
2: we're in case you are We're drinking what we decided to call the Copper Fox,
0: which is whiskey... We like simple syrup type stuff. The brand we used was Tarani, I'm assuming it's pronounced. It's like a very popular coffee syrup, which we we went down the coffee aisle looking for the syrup and we literally passed it and didn't notice it. Us us the snack hunters that yeah. find everything <laughs> yeah. had to go ask a worker for them who led us back to the coffee aisle the and first showed us aisle we went down. Oh, there they are. That's like On one of the worst feeling. You feel like such a fucking moron. No, literally, yes. I felt so fucking stupid. So
2: it's got some of that stuff in it, and then it has lemon juice or lime juice. I think that might have been lime juice. It was green. I thought that was lemon no, juice. No,
1: the lid is yellow. It was lemon so it is lemon juice? Yeah.
0: juice? Yeah. So it's lemon juice. <laughs> okay. And then a little splishy splash of orange juice we're about to try it on the air right now. Yeah, I have I'm not scared. even taken a sip yet. We took a little shot before this. No, literally not any of us are whiskey-drinking people. Nope, we literally mm-hmm. took a shot of Tito's before this.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, let's let's, uh, let's indulge, my friends. Woo. You know, it's a little, little powerful, but honestly, the whiskey flavor, pretty uh, toned down from the other ingredients, in my opinion.
1: It's I very bitter. The vanilla... Yeah,
0: so that stuff, the
2: Tarani stuff, with yeah. vanilla? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That goes fairly well with the whiskey. Yeah, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? I was skeptical with, like, vanilla well, and that, orange juice and then the lemon
2: juice. I don't know if that's going very well with me. Maybe it is. I don't know. It tastes fine to me. I, I think mean, it's I mean, like, good. Oak, what was it Coke... coke uh, Vanilla and orange—that was a flavor, right? Am I tripping? Yeah, no, you're right. Orange, yeah, vanilla. Vanilla. yeah. Orange, orange vanilla coke is coke pretty was, popular. Yeah. Now you throw a little bit of that in this as well. Oh,
0: now we're talking. And then stupid good. Yes. Honestly, ah. just whiskey and orange vanilla coke would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not—it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Though. No. I mean, well, you can definitely like feel the whiskey in your mouth. Yeah, but I feel like
1: the vanilla is the flavor that. Like the longest lasting out of all, yeah. of them. like most prominent, most pronounced, yeah, yes. <laughs>
0: absolutely. So, I guess we'll get into our relationship, our personal relationships with the movie, Kaylee. Do you remember this movie at all from childhood? Do you have any fond memories, vague memories?
1: Honestly, no, I really can't think of anything I had connected with this movie in my childhood. I think I m- maybe owned it, but like that's just because I had a lot of Disney movies. It wasn't one I would always go to, just because it was. It, I always did think it was a super sad movie.
0: Uh, I mean, not every single week are we going to have movies that we have a lot of yeah, memories no. of from when we were children. So uh, for this week, that was one for you, and I'm I'm glad that we got to visit it and yeah, you could no, you yeah. could take that stop. I definitely there. have yeah. more
1: appreciation for it now.
0: Small town. Do you have any fond or vague memories from childhood of the fox and the hound?
2: Definitely vague memories. I mean, watching the movie, more of it kind of... I, it was a weird thing where when I was watching the movie, I thought I remembered parts that weren't quite right. Like I had kind of filled in shit with my own head over the years because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it... In
0: That's a pretty normal thing. For ...over brand,
2: 15 years, like at least maybe 20 years since I was, like, five. Like, I haven't seen it in so long. But all I remember from it, too, was that it was sad. And I ex- I thought it was going to be more sad than it was now because I feel like when I watched it as a kid, very rudimentary emotional skills, you know, so it was very sad. Yeah. I handled it way better as an adult. It was like, I also knew what was coming and stuff, but...
1: I still cried, though. Did you? Yeah. Well, I dropped, like, a tear. Oh. But <laughs>
0: It very much feels like Almost like Don Bluth, eighties, nineties, like like all dogs go to heaven type tone, you know. Yeah. That's where so it's like
1: funny you say that. Slightly darker. This was his last Disney Don Bluth. Yeah. No way. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of my fun facts. Okay, cool.
0: Well, sorry I took that away from
1: you. It was his last no, anime. No, I didn't even know that. That's very cool. That he was that's involved cool. in. I,
2: it came organically. I like see. That's what I, I like. That where like it in conversation, we pass by something and she goes. Actually, here's a fact about that. You know what I I mean? Mm -hmm. I like that. That was good. That was really good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
0: wow. I didn't even expect, I didn't even know if Don Bluth had any direct involvement in this movie. I mean, I know he worked for Disney all those years, but still. So that's pretty cool. I mean, you could definitely see his, the Don Bluth touch within this movie for sure. But you could also see the Disney touch too. And I guess I'll get into my, I I actually, more so than these two, uh, definitely watched this movie a lot growing up. Uh, I had this on VHS tape for sure. I used to pop this in all the time. I don't really remember the first 10 minutes or so. That was all kind of, I don't want to say new to me, but kind of fresh to me rewatching it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely have strong memories of like the climax and everything. And I remember Todd and Coppers, like when they were on the outs and everything. I remember all of that uh, pretty pretty perfectly but the first half of the movie was kind of yeah like I said fresh eyes watching it I even watched this movie while tripping on shrooms like two years ago did you and, you know that worried me going into it because I well I wanted to watch a movie I, I started with Bambi I wanted to watch a movie that was like going to be like beautiful like nature saint scenery you know and obviously chose Disney because fuck yeah and I started with Bambi And then Bambi's fucking uh, mom dies, and that just fucking crushed me. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll try Fox (laughs) and the Hound. And we'll get into – well, no, uh, not on almost the same thing, and we'll get into it even more later. But the ending is so good. Like it just – it wraps things up in a nice bow and makes everything that happened previously feel just a little bit better in my opinion. And we'll get into that later. But I do remember this movie a lot growing up. I used to watch this one a lot. This one, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Emperor's New Groove, Treasure Planet. These were, those were ones that I used to pop in the, v, uh, the VCR all the time. And I don't know what drew me to this movie specifically growing up. Maybe I just really liked the... I don't know, I've, ver- I've very much always been drawn to stuff that's like a little more um, calm you know, and this movie's like, it, even though it's very emotionally heavy, it's serene in a lot of ways, too. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe as a child, I liked to put this in to take a step back from all the in-your-face kind of shit. I don't know. A little relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. A little relaxed entertainment. And it's cute, you it's, know? and it's so Animals, cute. yes. And with that being said, Miss Kaylee, do you want to get into... A little background information about this movie right here.
1: Hell yeah! All right, so it came out July tenth, Friday, once again in nineteen eighty one. Uh, the president at the time was Ronald Reagan. The number one, <clears throat> the number one song was "Betty Davis Eyes" by Kim Carnes. Why
0: don't I, another song that I don't know? Off the top
1: I of my head. actually looked it up this time, and you do know it. It's like one of those songs you'd hear in. Rancho? The old movies, <laughs> no, not necessarily Rancho, because it's a little slower. But it's—I wish I could play it for you right now. But just in case, I won't.
0: Well, go ahead and take a pause on the episode and go listen to it real quick, y'all.
1: Oh yeah. So and then also this facts a little bit more on the interesting side for Jordan. The Dodgers beat the Yankees in the World Series four to two in nineteen eighty one.
0: Let's go, <laughs> my Dodgers!
1: Hell yeah! Hell yeah! The number one movie at the time was Superman 2. This was the weekend of. And uh, it grossed $6.7 million of, over the weekend. And coming in at number four was Fox and the Hound, uh, $4.2 million. Oh, but
0: I know all of these bad. movies that were in the top four. Yeah? Yeah. Stripes. I wasn't.
1: I wasn't for sure about... Number three was Stripes, and number two was Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's Arc. Indiana
0: Jones. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's
1: what I thought. All right, anyway... So, yeah, in the first initial weekend, the movie grossed $4.2 million. Total, though, their box office was $63.5 million. And their budget for the movie was $12 million. They, So they made that back.
0: Oh, ten, yeah, tenfold. Yeah, yeah very hella. successful.
1: Yeah, And that was actually the highest budget on an animated movie in that time era. Like, it was a high-ass budget. So then we have our directors for the Fox and the Hound. There were three of them. The first one was Ted Berman, or I think. Um, he uh, directed it alongside Richard Rich and a man named Art Stevens. His first name was Art. Well, his was parents named him. him Richard yeah. Rich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's sad, isn't that? That's
0: messed up. Dick Rich. <laughs> and when I tried to look up,
1: when I tried to look up his Wikipedia page, it wasn't he. I had to specifically look up like from the Fox and the Hound because this old, 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 old Richard Rich came up. Like it was kind of sad. But yeah, uh, so Ted and Richard directed um, *The Fox and the Hound* together, and then they also directed *The Black Cauldron* together.
0: Ooh. Yes. Love that. Movie. Um,
1: and Ted was a screenwriter for it, and just for Disney in general. Um, And then fun fact about Richard, he started his career in the mailroom of the Walt Disney Studios, and he taught like little piano lessons to people. And they were like, hey, this guy knows music. So he was asked to help with the music on Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2. Um, And then his debut movie was The Fox and the Hound. And then Art mainly animated for Disney, but he also co-directed The Rescuers. Ah,
0: another one I can't wait to talk about. Yeah. We, we won't be talking about this season on Disney but eventually.
1: Unfortunately, yeah. No, we mentioned that movie a couple times. Um, and unfortunately, they are all dead. I'm pretty sure. Ted Bertman died in 81, or no, died at 81 in 2001. And then Art died at 92. Oh, my God. At the age of 92 in 2007.
0: Did Ted die? I wonder if Ted died before 9-11. I find it weird that people died before 9-11 and never knew 9-11 happened. <laughs> I don't know why I find that weird, but just... 1,000%, uh,
2: Jordan. I 1,000% uh, completely understand that. Yeah, you do cool. on Like, glad you literally knows. died without knowing 9-11? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> <That's true. laughs>
1: There was only one sequel for The Fox and the Hound, and that was The Fox and the Hound 2. Which
0: we discussed before the podcast, and yeah, terrible. And we will one day, unfortunately, have to discuss on this
2: yeah. show as well. I'm only, I think I've only seen that once. One of the that funniest once. episodes. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Get,
0: look, take, we might talk about that this season. We have a bunch of grab bag episodes coming up, and True. within the grab bag, we'll include uh, direct to DVD movies, and a whole bunch. We'll give you the rundown of the grab bag here in a couple of weeks, because we're actually doing a grab bag episode here on, like, episode 8, I believe. So it's coming up. So it might be Fox and the Hound too. How, how perfect would that work out? Hopefully not. Yeah, I hopefully hope not. not. <laughs> honestly. Could rather talk about the Avengers or something. <laughs> Anything <laughs> else. Literally. All
1: right. So the movie The Fox and the Hound is based on a novel written by <clears throat> Daniel P. Mannix, also called The Fox and the Hound and i've read the plot for it and it's obviously pretty different and more dark as the
0: that's the te- that's the theme of a lot theme. of this. Yeah, yeah that's what
1: i was thinking about. Is the is it theme about been an going.
0: actual dog and fox though yes oh, okay,
1: but cool. it's it's they were never buddies like that so basically um todd was raised by a hunter who killed his mom and the kits which were basically the other baby foxes yeah. Um, so he was raised by him in the first year of his life, and then once he hit, basically puberty, went out into the wild to go find love and everything, he came across, they called him the master, not the hunter, or whatever. Um, and he was the master in the book, and he had a yard full of dogs that were chained up, and Todd would, like, terrorize the dogs, and he thought it was funny, until Chief, Break, broke out of his chain and chased after Todd, and he was hit by the train, and he died in the book. He didn't survive. Like, Chief died. But the thing was, Chief was the younger... Like, Chief was the copper of the story, and Copper was the older dog who fucking hated Chief, who was jealous of him. That because seems Chief odd to me that was his like, name was
0: Chief, yet he was the younger one.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, the guy just had Copper first. I don't know. Like, Copper... I guess copper is kind of an. So that's I don't weird
2: know.
0: that they decided to change that. What I, a weird thing. Honestly, the movie is a better. Sounds like a better. I mean, I haven't read the book, so no offense to Daniel. Oh, the, the story
1: itself gets worse, honestly, because after Chief gets hit by that train, um, the master takes Hunter or no Hunter takes Copper out into the woods every single winter from then on to hunt down Todd, and he sets traps and does all this shit, and then there's like a rabies e- epidemic because a fox bit a child and a child died from it and so the town is like b- backing up the, the master to kill all the foxes so he was setting up poison all over the place and then a child died from poison so they were like well no more of that let's all grab some wa- rifles oh, walk in a straight line through the <laughs> forest and just shoot every single fox we see and Todd somehow managed to escape every single one of those situations but the master had killed two of of his, like, mates, his little his little ladies, and two litters of, like, his children babies and everything. Um, and then eventually ends with uh, Copper tracking down Todd, and he... Todd basically just collapses and dies of exhaustion because he's just tired of, be, of being on the run his entire life. And Copper... Um, collapses on top of him near death too, and master nurses him back to health and is like we did it and then he starts drinking becomes an alcoholic and goes to a nursing home and before that he goes to a nursing home it's implied he grabs a rifle he takes copper out back he tells him to lay down puts a hand over his eyes and then that was all it said so
2: did you read the book (laughs) no the the entire
1: book (laughs) i was like shit okay yeah it's probably a, super, a ridiculously long-ass book, and that was just...
2: Yeah, that itself was enough. And that's what yeah, with Kaylee. Yeah, you did a
0: great
2: job <laughs> summarizing that.
1: Yeah. Thanks! No, yeah, I Disney does a really good job of making these wonderful, bright scenarios out of these horrible, dark stories. <laughs> Literally.
0: <laughs> and honestly, I mean, this wasn't like a beautiful, bright movie for Disney either, though. No, know?
1: very true, yeah. It's considered one of Disney's saddest movies. I mean,
0: but at the same time, I mean, as ridiculous as that story sounds, yes, I, I will say that story does sound slightly more entertaining. <laughs> Dude, that would have been
2: a sick-ass fucking movie. Yeah, that would be
0: fun to watch.
2: Just the, the old guy just starts being an
0: alcoholic. Like, <laughs> yeah, he just starts no heavy reason. drinking because
1: his dog gets hit by a train and this he can't kill this fox. so and he gets the whole spirals. town
0: in on this. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> because Kids of a are rabies dying.
0: epidemic, yeah. That now that would that now that would make the movie feel epic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kids but there was dying. no um,
1: there was no widow in the story. Disney added that in.
0: I like the Disney story better though. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me liking. I like like more sentimental, cutesy stuff. So I'm here because I don't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, you want to get into some characters? I do want to
0: get into some characters. I want to hear about this cast. I'm interested. Because oh, yeah. I, I, I could tell a couple characters uh, who their voice actors there were. But there was
1: one, a that, one that I was like, what? This. So, start it off with good old Todd. Good old Todd. Good old cute little Todd. So, I was completely misled in the beginning of my research by some random little kid named Jonah Bobo. Um, and he was in, like, the Zathura movie and older movies like that. I don't even know how. Is it Zathra Zathura or Zathura? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Zathura. I, I always say, say it wrong. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. Zath- <laughs> what is it? Zathura. Zathura. <laughs> yeah, bleep it out. What's his don't name? even play what I said. Jonah Bobo. I scribbled it out because Jonah it's wrong. Obama. Okay. But the young... Copper. Nope. The young Todd.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just skip over Todd.
1: <laughs> oh, my. All right. Was voiced by Keith Coogan.
2: Terrible name. I mean,
1: Coogan. yeah. Coogan. Coogan. It's kooky. He's currently 52, um, and he's still currently acting in smaller roles. Um,
0: so he was, a li- he was a, really a little tyke whenever they did this. Oh, yeah. He was a- yeah, so Keith Coogan was 11 okay, years yeah, old. Yeah, cute
1: and he just yeah he did did a lot of small roles in smaller movies i didn't really recognize any of the movies cuz i didn't write any down um and then mickey rooney was the older yeah. todd
2: i know that fucking name hell yeah
1: that man. man had a hell of a career mostly
2: from family guy cuz they make fun of him on there do you remember him from right the night at the museum which one is he one of the old guys he was the short old guy from oh here, okay yeah.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, he was in more than 300 films. Yeah, he was... Oh,
0: he's forever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he was uh, with Judy Garland back in the day, like, mm-hmm. Dorothy from... He was in yeah, yeah, silent
1: movies, movies, like... I mean,
0: yeah, he's vast. Career. His career
1: spanned over nine decades. Um, and he died in 2014 at the age of 93.
0: Damn, I didn't know that it was that long ago that he died. No, me either. For some reason, it feels more recent, and also at the same time, like, rest in peace to Mickey Rooney, but at the same time, I always forget... For some reason I always think he's still alive for some reason.
2: Yeah, I mean I feel like I knew he was dead, but I felt like it was, it was in more the recent last year or so. Yeah. Like yeah. one of the two thousand twenties and you no. Know, right. When shit started going all downhill. Like he was one of the people we lost then. Apparently not.
0: Yeah, no, twenty fourteen.
2: That was a while ago. Yeah. He didn't even get to see Donald Trump as president. Can you believe that?
1: He probably would have loved him. (laughs) Yeah. Because, fun fact, many fellow actors, directors, and producers considered Rooney one of the most arrogant and self-centered actors in Hollywood in that he was extremely difficult to work with.
2: I can't imagine what it's like being famous for 90 <clears throat> fucking years. It's you like would, a Ric Flair
0: type thing. You game. wouldn't even know how to act like Yeah, a
1: he literally like scolded two little boys for acting, asking for his autograph.
0: Well, and he famously did the, um, he did a really racist caricature of a Chinese man in uh, the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's oh Mickey Rooney. <laughs> done up as a Chinese man.
2: Yikes.
1: That's not really his
2: fault, though.
0: Oh no, and but I think he's defended the role. Oh, that makes sense.
1: Was okay with playing it. Um. So then we'll move on to Copper. Young Copper was voiced by Corey Feldman. I recognize Ooh. that name. Yeah, yeah, I recognized it too. He's currently fifty, but he was known for his roles in Gremlins, The Goonies. He was one of the leads in The Lost Boys, and he was also a musician.
2: Was he in that fucking movie that had um, Stand By Me? Yeah. Okay, all right.
1: Yep. And then the older copper was played by Kurt Russell.
2: What oh the fuck? Shit. Wow. <laughs> Just two fucking heavyweights. That's why their budget was so high for that Yeah, movie. for real. Yeah. Kurt Russell, who's also been famous for 90 fucking yes. years. No, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: he has a huge fucking filmography. And it's funny because he signed a 10-year contract with the Walt Disney Company in the late 60s. But this was his only major Disney movie he was, like, in. Like, Imagine signing Kurt through, Russell
0: to a 10-year contract. and being like, We'll just Disney? use you for this one. Yes.
1: Yes, he was so the he, dad. He's, he's in that movie, too.
0: Yeah, but that was far past mm. this. <laughs> We're talking 2006. Hey, that came out the same year as Fox and the Hound too. Nice. <laughs> 2. Nice. Cool, Two of my favorite what movies. What a coincidence. Yeah. You think Kurt Russell played young? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Young Copper in that one, too? <laughs> or I guess he was old Copper, so never mind. Yeah, so... Maybe Corey Feldman reprised the role of copper in Fast Nancy. (laughs) Who knows?
1: We'll find out. Yeah,
0: we will find out. One day.
1: But yeah, no, Kurt Russell is currently 71, by the way, which kind of shocked me, but I guess doesn't, because he's been in a lot of shit, but it's just weird to see actors getting old. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then we have the lovely Big Mama, and she was voiced by Pearl Bailey. Which
2: literally could be the only name that could be her name.
0: Pearl Bailey. Pearl yeah. Bailey. Yeah. The beautiful only name, Beautiful,
1: wonderful yeah. woman. yeah. Soul, yeah. She was an American actress and singer and author. She
0: was a very nice-looking
1: lady. Yeah, no, she's beautiful. Um, she was a very accomplished woman. Uh, she was in all kinds of Broadway stuff. And she was the first African-American to receive the Screen Actors Guild Life Achievement Award in Fuck 1976. Yeah. That's all awesome. Make
2: your award name smaller, right?
1: <laughs> 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 but hell yeah. yeah. No, super cool. <clears throat> and she also won a Tony in an all-black production of Hello, Dolly. Oh, did super successful and everything.
0: So she lived a very She's awesome alive. life. No, she unfortunately, unfortunately
1: died in 1990 at the age of 72.
0: Oh, what? This yeah. podcast supports Pearl Bailey, and we are the her life. We will be the
2: we are the first podcast to ever formally say we are a pro Pearl Bailey podcast. Yes, yes. I guarantee we're the first ones to ever. You say You think
0: that. so? I do. That's us right here on the business. Mm-hmm.
2: Whenever we get a tie, like a a good solid like. <clears throat> We need, like, um, little pictures of, like, we need, like, a Mount Rushmore with our faces and then Pearl Bailey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. No, but, yeah, she was a great woman. Um, and then we'll move on to the mean old Amos Slade. Uh, yeah. He was voiced by Jack Albertson.
0: That name sounds familiar.
1: Yeah, he was also a very accomplished actor and comedian. <sighs> That's why! <laughs> and he was Grandpa Joe in the 1971 Willy Wonka and the Charlie Factory. That's
0: the fuck oh, why his name sounds fuck, familiar. That's yeah.
1: Funny. Wow. why, yeah. Didn't put that
0: why The hunter
2: even kind of looks like
0: him. Yeah. I bet they based his look yeah. after him because he looks, I mean, the mustache,
1: oh, all yeah. the yeah. Hella.
0: Oh, 100%. That's crazy. And
2: grandpa that was sick in bed and then got up and danced. Yes, grandpa the real literally. villain of Willy
0: Wonka. That <laughs> 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 <But> movie's amazing. <laughs> Fun fact for those listening, uh, that is my favorite live-action movie of all time, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The original one? Yes, Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka all day. Yeah, 100%. Those movies literally terrified me. Really? Yeah, they I think the me first one. Bit. Well, the first the one, the oom- scene where they're going through the, the Oompa Loompas, they <laughs> fucking scared they me. They scared my sister too. They were just had this really dark,
2: ominous tone to them. Dude, yes, like I, I know it's probably on purpose because they're doing bad shit. You
0: know, are they, they doing bad shit? They're just making. They're candy. murdering children. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's kinda... good. they're not. They're not directly murdering the children. The children are killing themselves. <laughs>
1: Yeah, They I shouldn't guess. happily <laughs> bring a bunch of children into a factory where they could easily die okay and encourage them will, to kill their do mean, these things.
0: I mean, they kind of deserved it.
1: <laughs> okay. Maybe I will like say, this. that squirrel scene and the newer one and the Johnny Depp one t- t- traumatized me. The
0: dentist scene s- scared me from that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that was pretty
0: bad, too. The second one's way worse in terms of the spooky fact. Darkness, yeah. bro. Well, it's also, the second one's more closely adapted after the book. It's supposed to be more, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, sec- the first, the original, the OG, the... Uh, Gene Wilder. Yeah, Gene Wilder version uh, actually is a very, not. I don't want to say vastly different from the book, but definitely takes liberties. Liberties, yeah. And does its own thing in a lot of ways.
1: Alrighty, so then we'll go on to Widow Tweed. Woo! love her yes she was voiced by Jeanette Nolan and she was an American actress who actress who did all kinds of older movies um and fun fact she and her husband John McIntyre McIntyre okay McIntyre
0: sorry I feel like I always I don't I don't want to be like oh I'm correcting you but no
1: you're good um But he played the mean badger in the movie. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, no, yeah. And they also played small roles in the Rescuers movie together. Um, Neat. Unfortunately, she died of a stroke in 1998 at the age of 86. Well, we are
2: also a
0: Jeanette Nolan podcast. Yes, I agree. She was great. She was wonderful. And, and John McIntyre, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, John McIntyre. Mean old badger. I, yeah. thought,
0: I thought he killed that role, though. He did though. kill it, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was one of the most memorable characters from the entire movie, yeah. and he probably had a collection of 15 lines to hold, yeah. so that says a lot.
1: And it was a porcupine, by the way. It that little character in the tree, okay. for anybody who is confused, porcupine. is a porcupine. Yeah.
0: And I would like a plush, please, Disney. <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: Oh, so then we have Boomer. And he was the, like, uh, what? The dumb woodpecker. Yeah, a woodpecker. He's, like, the taller one with the red. He was voiced by Paul Winchell, um, another very accomplished actor, comedian, ventriloquist, etc., um, and he also played Tigger in all of the roles up to 1999. I knew that he played Gargamel in the Smurfs shows <laughs> what? and movies, and he was Zummy in the Gummy Bears. Oh,
0: so he was the other voice actor besides because that makes sense why because Jim, Jim Cummings eventually took over his role for Tigger. So, I, so Jim Cummings switched. also took over <laughs> the role for Zummy i guess jim cummings can just do one hell of a paul winchell impression yeah but for real wow no i mean i'm sure you i was actually looking forward to getting your insight on this could you tell that was tigger no really but, not uh, even the, whoo, 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 whoo.
1: he did the tigger
0: laugh well, like maybe because i didn't know yeah i guess so that's fair i wouldn't have referenced tigger and how moment. how recently have you seen any winnie the pooh content? literally
2: 14 hours ago oh seriously <laughs> no. Oh, I was going to say, what the oh, fuck shit. were you watching? Oh, 25 years ago. I've, I don't know if I've ever actually sat and watched a Winnie the Pooh.
0: Seriously? No, not
2: that no. I can think of.
0: You will on this podcast. Yeah, right on. <laughs> ah,
1: yeah, hella. We're going to talk shocked. about
0: Pooh's Heffalump Halloween movie for in October this year. So get ready for that. Hell yeah. I liked Boomer. I thought he was an entertaining character. Oh, yeah. wow. wow Paul, holy shit.
1: Yeah, Paul is a great guy.
0: I did not know. He was fucking Gargamel.
1: Yeah. And you know
0: how much I'd be watching the Smurfs. Like I'd be fucking with Smirks. the Smurfs. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. not know he was Gargamel. That's crazy. Fun.
1: Very cool. He sadly died at the age of 82 in 2005. Rest in peace.
0: He, lived, he had a fucking banger of a career. I mean, you're talking about some of the...
1: Everybody's dead in this motherfucker. Characters. Yeah,
0: came out
1: in eighty-one.
0: Tigger, Gargamel, and Zummy—I mean, those are some iconic
1: and those are just the biggest characters. roles I saw. Like he was in hella shit. He had his own little ventriloquist show for kids. Nice, yeah. Nice.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we have Dinky, the cute little birdie. Uh, he was voiced by Richard Bacalion. <laughs>
0: Bacalaba. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I know.
1: I don't even know. But he also played in Hello Movies and TV shows. Um, Not very many Disney-related things. But he appeared in eight episodes of The Wonderful World of Disney. Um, And he also died in 2015 at the age of 84.
0: I'm happy. I mean, I'm not happy about death. But I'm glad that all these actors... He got to (laughs) see (laughs) 9-11. Yes, exactly. Glad he got to see 9-11. And Mickey Rooney did, too. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm glad that they all got to at least live... Full lives. I mean, a lot of these people you've named so far all died in their 80s. Yeah, so. 80s, 90s. Yeah. yeah.
2: Except for, didn't Miss Pearl, didn't she die or her 70s? No, yeah, she died, she died at, pretty
1: I'm pretty sure, yeah, she died at 72. So that's I mean, pretty young.
0: Still pretty, yeah, pretty young. I mean, that's younger than she my grandpa. She had heart problems her. her
1: whole life.
0: That's very sad.
1: Yeah.
0: I would have loved to meet old Pearl. Hello. Someday, when we go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: And then we have good old Chief. I had a love-hate character with him because he was, like...
0: He's fun, but also a dick. Right, you exactly. Could, the thing
2: is, like, he reminds you of, like, your dad that works really hard construction, you know? He's, like, not super playful.
1: Yeah, But when, grumpy. You, well, when
2: you get him to crack the
0: smile, like, it literally feels so
2: good. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. Like when, in that one scene... Where it's after they come back from the hunt and everything. They were kind of playing. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And up until he bites his ear, that kind of pisses him off. Oh. But before that, you see, he doesn't want to play, but he's like cracking a smile. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So um, he was voiced by Pat Buttram.
0: And I had said that his name, he sounded familiar, so I'm excited to go ahead. and Yeah, you'll
1: know. He was uh, another accomplished American actor, American character actor, particularly. Um, he was known for Green Acres. He played a major role in that. It was an old, very uh, an older show, and he also voiced Napoleon in the Aristocat. What the fuck it was! Oh my God.
0: I love that fucking movie. And me and DJ, the the character Napoleon and his sidekick that I'm forgetting the name of right now. I literally have a sticker of on the back of my laptop. <laughs>
1: <That's true>.
0: they <laughs> are awesome. the most entertaining characters in the aristocats what a movie and yeah no i knew i fucking recognized his voice yeah. from some other disney related thing
1: and he also was uh the sheriff in robin hood oh okay, okay. Was, yes
0: no that's what i said i also
1: yeah yes. no yeah you, I, that's you did what i said that. i recognize his voice from yeah um and he was luke in the rescuers oh and possum in a goofy movie so a lot of things that Jordan's very familiar yeah. with.
0: <laughs> a lot of my favorite stuff right there. Yeah.
1: He sadly died at in the at the age of 78 in 1994. Yeah. So also... Literally,
0: like, right... Like, not too long after the Goofy movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was his last um, theatrical release. Not too long that before died. 9-11. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So last but not least, we have Vixie. Uh, she was voiced by Sandy Duncan. Known for her performances in the Broadway revival of Peter Pan. She was nominated for multiple awards and was also in the Million Dollar Duck, which I've never seen, but it was like a pretty successful Disney movie that we'll eventually talk about. And she's currently do, still doing Broadway at 76 years old. Not Whoa. dead. Yeah. Not dead. Not dead.
0: So. First not dead person. So, uh, no. Well, Wait. Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah, Kurt Russell. Yeah, and Kurt then
1: the guy Russell. that played Young.
0: Young Todd and Young. Okay, true. Yeah, the, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> First not-dead person in a while, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: And that was our main core cast.
0: That was our main core Disney cast. is
1: very good at hiring interesting, fun people. Yeah. But I guess I actors agree. are just interesting in general. But.
0: And with that, y'all want to take our quick little intermission so we can get some bathroom breaks in this bitch?
1: Sure. Okay.
0: When we come back, we're going to go down the rundown of the entire movie, share our thoughts, share our little anecdotes, and give our movie report card and rating. All that and so much more when we return here on The Disney. And we are back here on The Disney. Thank you for waiting for that brief break. We all had to really uh really pee really bad even though I don't think any of us I think mean, <laughs> I was, I was like, the only one that that oh, went did?
1: that yeah that pee. Uh
0: what's... yeah. I just didn't go to the bathroom and do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the diapers for. Yeah. Yeah. The diapers You're only and the cool litter box. You <laughs> oh yeah, no that, that is convenient. That about uh us having a cat now is that <laughs> we have the litter box. We just yeah we just use the litter box sometimes if we don't want to go to the bedroom. <laughs> and plus it saves us on water too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where's that? that? Unfortunately I bet that happens please. Oh, I'm sure. That's so
0: gross. 100. <laughs> that's horrifying. <laughs> oh God, I never thought about that before. Why'd you have to make me think about that? Because <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Whenever you make some, whenever you have to think a bad thought, you have to make everyone else think that same thought.
1: <laughs> yep, that's the friendship
0: rule. <laughs> that's it. Uh, it is part of the friendship handbook. So we're gonna get into talking about the movie. This movie started off really just
2: fucking opening scene. It's apparently open season. Yeah, so it's like
0: a chase. It's a
2: chase. You hear a dog barking. You can probably, I think you can see the dog too. You can see it's like not the, playful dog barking. It's like silhouette of dog, shadow of dog, right? You can kind right. of see. No, it's like I'm going to kill the fox that I'm chasing mm-hmm. type barking. And so it's a mama fox and you can see she has a baby in her mouth, you know. So she runs off and she Stows them away and then she fucking just like Bambi's mom, as we kind of talked about or
0: or like elaborated to or whatever earlier. Um, just straight up murk, just dead right right away. Bang, first five minutes of them because we get the opening (laughs) credits and everything. That's the chase, which was so long. Well, that was that was Disney movies around this time, though. I think they cut that off around like just. Within the w- within like within the same ten years of this movie yeah, coming out, they started putting the credits at the, the end. When the
1: like original nine dudes were leave- were retiring and shit, things started changing.
0: Right. I mean, and also like the I whole credits at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, that was the thing for all early Disney, so the movies. Disney movies. Just, just end. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened with this movie, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, it just says that's the true. end, pretty much. And that's true. It.
2: I didn't even like because, like, you know, streaming apps and shit—they'll just immediately send you to like. The The closing Yeah, yeah, like, oh, watch Fox in the House Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's fucking nuts. What a wild idea. Well, Willy Wonka, I think, and Wizard of Oz. Like,
0: all those movies, credits at the beginning. Damn, I've just never even thought about (laughs) it. No, it definitely was a much-needed change to put the credits at the end, so that way you can just dip the fuck out if you want to. nobody cares. You You only stay because you're like,
2: God, I know that voice. Who was that character? Let me go. Let me wait for the credits. I'll... Look at the
0: cast list or whatever.
2: Or oh, the cool! Case, yeah, get out.
0: Uh, and, or in the case now of like Marvel and Disney yeah, movies, they do, do post credit scenes. Yeah. So that's worth sticking Which around that's for. That's fucked up that they do that too. It's like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> we need you to see who the best boy grip was.
2: <laughs> yeah, we need you, we need you to see all of the assistants on our light and sound. <laughs>
0: uh, so this movie, yeah. So Todd's mom gets murked, sadly in Bambi's mom-style fashion. Very depressing way to start the movie. And very quickly, uh, Big Mama, the owl, pulls up. takes uh, Todd under her wing, so to speak. But she makes it clear, like... I'm not your mom. Yeah. She meets up with the other birds, the woodpecker and the little bird. and which boom, Boomer and then... What's the little bird's name? Boomer. Dinky? Dinky. 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 <laughs> <laughs> which I was, like, very much annoyed that they kept they said Boomer's name three times within the first seven minutes of this movie and never once said Dinky's name. I'm like, fucking say it! I need to know what his fucking <laughs> name is!
1: I like that it's Dinky. The, 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 rename
0: his ass! I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and they del- they basically decide, like, oh, uh, this woman, she she's a widow. She would probably... I mean, they, we don't hear them speak. They get in a huddle. But I can mm-hmm. only imagine they're like, she would appreciate a friend right now, right. you know, a companion. Right. So they, so she thinks, they, they lift up her clothes off the clothes, line yeah. off the clothesline and everything. And she thinks these birds are being mischievous. She says like, what is up with these birds today or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Which I would like, what the, f-? yeah, no, that's, that's hilarious. I, I would be very confused if some birds just lifted one specific shirt off of my clothesline. Yeah. it has and just dropped it. it literally clothes pinned too like it it yeah. is like you deliberately did that shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it took her so long to start running over like if a bird was stealing a piece of my clothes in a time where I probably only have a few piece of clothes, <laughs> pieces of clothes pieces of clothes she I'm was gonna get like, that bird she was like she said what she said and then she like worked herself up and then started running you know and I was just like what Girl.
0: If, if you think about it with how far away they are from any tur- type of town or anything, she probably knit all her clothes. So, like, that's some hard work right there that they're taking away from me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
2: I'm going I'm to get my pants.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I'm going to get that bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, it was, if this was Amos, those birds would be dead. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> be like, Mur.
1: dinner.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, man. So, this, I literally, I literally wrote in my notes, this bitch, Widow Tweed, really shortened the word toddler to name him Todd. I never realized that before. Yeah, me neither. That's kind of fucking stupid. It's it's spelled with one D. One D. 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 Yeah, one D. Toddler has two D's in it. And so does Todd. The the classic spelling of Todd, yeah. That's a good name. Todd? I like that name for a fox. I just don't know if they needed to explain... Yeah, I don't know if they need to explain how he got his name. Yeah, he could have just been, been Todd. They don't know. tell
2: us how Copper got his name.
0: Yeah, no, they don't. And also, yeah. I, I thought about this. I was like, I wonder, I know he was young, but had the mom, and these animals speak, you know? Yeah. Did the mom not name her son prior to this, you know? Like, do you think he just got renamed, or do you think he was just nameless prior to that? <laughs> he was, I think he, I mean... Like, imagine know, because- imagine his mom names him, like, Jeff. And then the, this little Tweez just, no, you're Todd. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she, I mean, they couldn't, he couldn't ever tell her. So no matter true. what, He's she's going to call him Todd. Yeah, and he just accepted yeah. it no matter, yeah. Just but, a random thing I thought about, though.
2: He was, like, way, like, whenever the mom was, like, she had him in his mouth and shit. Like, he seemed like he was, like, a baby baby.
1: Yeah, he was very little. That's
0: true. So but she then, like, whenever,
2: him. like, she picked him up, it was, like, the size of, like, well, how fucking young is this thing, you know? Like, is it a toddler? Like, then it was drinking a milk bottle, which, if you have a fox at home, don't, I don't think you should feed it milk. Yeah, definitely do the research if you <laughs> know, like a fox.
0: Widow Tweed lucked out here, for sure.
1: <laughs> I would have that a Disney fox. Magic. That Disney magic. I think you can. Sure. No, yeah, you can tame foxes. Yeah. No, I'm
0: pretty sure, yeah.
2: It's illegal to have red foxes in Missouri, though. Seriously, Because no. they're native here, you can't own them. Oh. Yeah.
0: Interesting.
1: Freaking sad. That's the same with... No, I'm not... It's not the same with chickens, but we also can't have chickens in certain parts here, too.
0: I'm glad you have these fox laws off the top of your head on the Fox and the Hound podcast. Well, i wanted to have a fox. <laughs> oh, so there Legit. you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, and you already have Kila, so you're really going to have the real-life Fox and the Hound. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, she... Widow tweet. Sweet old lady takes in Todd and decides it's going to be her little companion. And then we meet uh, Amos. Amos, and he got this dog, Chief. And he's like, look what I got here, Chief. And he opens the bag, and, and I think I think Chief was expecting some grub. Yeah. And it was a, a puppy. Yeah, it's a puppy. Mm-hmm. He, and cheat and Amos is like basically like this he may not look like much now, but one day he's gonna be a hunting dog. Don't put puppies in bags either. Yeah, also, yeah, what yeah. the fuck he had to <laughs> he had to have been suffocating in there. Yeah, that you? was
2: a cloth bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot, I'm guessing.
0: Uh, yeah, because oh well, yeah, they go elsewhere for the winter, so it was definitely like summer, spring, summertime. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we meet all the main characters very quickly. They're and all you, introduced. You in are the first you minutes.
2: immediately like the first scene of meeting copper I think it's about maybe they cut back to him but you find out very soon that he has a crazy good nose yes mm-hmm. like better than chief
0: right and chief's immediately pretty like hey I don't like this you know like hesitant yeah for I mean, sure he though. I think he sees the writing on the wall basically you know yeah yeah I and mean, he's going to do I mean he doesn't take the whole villain approach of like, I'm going to do anything to stop this, but it definitely gets to him. you know. It's Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes type shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to teach you, but I ain't going to be happy about it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, Todd, back back with them, He he's going to cause us some mayhem with the cow. And yeah. I, I wrote that cuteness will get you out of anything. For sure. You just
2: kind of get the sense that I mean, foxes are known for being like cunning and like mischievous, anyway. right? Yeah. and you you get that from him immediately. Like he's just a mischievous fucker. Yeah, he's yeah.
0: not he's not intentionally being a dickhead. You no. know, he didn't think he I don't I, in his mind he didn't. think I don't think know. That it kind of seemed
2: like he wanted to eat one of those baby chickens.
0: You think that's what they're
2: insinuating? Dude, did it not look like he was, like, about to grab one? Like, he was, like, raising his paw, like, about to grab it, and then the chicken freaked out. I suppose I was just getting playful nature out of that. Yeah, like,
1: I feel like he'd be the type to just scare them, to play with them and stuff.
2: I mean, that's fine. I can see it either (laughs) way. Foxes be eating
0: chickens, though. That's a fact.
1: Facts. (laughs) They were probably terrified. But I don't think
0: they ever wanted to play up Todd as a killer, so I don't know if that's what they were going for. But it could be right either way. In my in my life in my world in my reality he was about to kill those fuck chickens, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah I wrote that boomer just does a straight up Tigger laugh and he also reminds me of the cowardly lion. He had a lot of like sounds that he did that were like just very yeah. like cowardly lion like. I don't know if you yeah, got that. Oh yeah. And when we met Chief, I honestly forgot his voice. So I was very thrown off. I was expecting a, may, maybe a deeper like more intimidating voice mm-hmm. and it was more like cheery. Ah! <laughs> yes. And I guess I, I could see it because it's Disney with them like being like they want a more lighthearted, you know. Mm-hmm. But this with how somber this movie is I was, I was like okay like, maybe I could see it because they want they want the animal characters to come across more light hearted so this whole movie doesn't feel so depressing. That's my thought process. So Fox, uh, so Fox, so Todd Todd and Gopper become buddies and they start doing uh, fun little things together. They're, they're swimming, they're doing fun little games in the woods. They play, they play hide uh, and
2: seek. Hide and seek and like he, like Todd is super smart, like with his like sneakiness, you know, like whenever he goes, he like jumps on that tree, like the stump. Mm hmm. He runs around it a couple times, and then jumps on top of it. So then, like, it takes copper. Then he kind of has to, like, go around it and shit. And then you kind of see that later on in the movie whenever he dips out. You see the same, like, whenever there's the waterfall and the bear and all that shit. You see him jump off the tree. I and mean, I remember watching like, why didn't he just walk across? And <laughs> you're know, like, oh, fuck, because he was, like, making him look this way. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't know. You just kind of get the sense again that he's just, like, a fucking... Very like cunning. Yeah, so I like how dedicated and
0: um, and consistent they were with no, the characters. For sure. No, for sure. And Amos gets pissed the fuck off because one of these times, Chief's uh, taking a big old nap, and Todd's kind of kind of messing with him a little bit, kind of poking the bear. Yeah, Pope, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. And he wakes Chief up, and it was a very funny way too. He was like, "It's a badger." You know, and then he starts waking up it's, it's, it's a fox it's a fox you know yeah. yeah it was very humorous and it starts a big old chase scene v- very fun chase scene yeah. I love yeah. chase scenes he's in strong movies. as shit oh yeah
2: like when the barrel filled up with water like just then I'm like I was you, scared you don't I know I thought he was gonna start drowning yeah. too
1: I was <laughs> afraid I was gonna start sinking and I was like fuck like he's attached
0: and he just kept pulling the motherfucker it's like yeah <laughs> like, what <laughs> And Amos tries to. Then, then the, literally, the worst shot. Oh yeah, he's terrible. For somebody yeah. that
2: hunts that much, he missed every single I mean, shot.
0: He he probably is trained with the stormtroopers. So clearly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like.
2: I it was like almost like too much like in that like the very first scene where he's just like bang 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 well, bang see, bang okay. bang. Was like,
0: think about th- I I guess to put it logically it's a small fox and it's a very angry man who is not thinking he's just shooting
2: it was just a lot of shot like if they would have yeah. made it like maybe four shots but like they were like he shoots and then it's like more close and he like you see like you know, Todd kind of dip out of the way of it or whatever the fuck instead. There's a couple
1: that were pretty damn close. Like, the, he, like, ran under a tree stump and it hit the tree stump at the very last second. And, like, when he was on the back of the car, of her car, and he shot at the milk cartons and he just had to duck down or whatever. No, you're right,
0: yeah. You literally so there were a couple close, close moments.
1: But, no, Which yeah, he that definitely too. was overshooting. What that, the... Yeah, f- you that are a insane. crazy person. He
0: shot the back... He the shot up sh- her milk. <laughs> he is... Sh- <laughs> He is in the back of a car now, a woman's car, and you are shooting basically at a woman's car Because she's in like
2: a Model T. Yes. It's not like she's in like a brand new fucking RAV4
0: no, or something. it's basically
1: a golf cart with an engine. <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: and it, this is the first moment where I'm like, Widow Tweed is the fucking shit. She's, she's an OG. She's the realist. She's <laughs> yeah.
2: an OG. Just told him what the fucking, gave him the business, you know yeah. what I mean? And then took his gun and shot the radiator of his car. Yes, that was badass. I <laughs>
1: loved it. No,
0: she's a badass. And then
1: pointed it at him. She could take on anyone. She's like, that's loaded. Shoots it in the middle there and throws it back at him and saying, oh, now it's not. Like, that's just, <laughs> that was just so amazing. Oh, it
0: was so cool. Like, it, this is like, I I want I want a I Widow Tweed action movie. That'd be so fucking funny. <laughs> that would be
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> she's great. She's a very uh, dope character. Yes. Um, Because she's very sweet, but then she also stands her fucking ground. Like I love that they didn't have her like cower to Amos. I don't think once did she ever cower to Amos. She always stood her fucking ground. That was awesome. Because Amos kindness,
1: but not till he calmed the fuck down.
0: Because Amos is just a straight up sexist bastard. He called
1: widow. her widow. <laughs> she doesn't have a name.
0: <laughs> she is Widow Tweed. That is her name. I know <laughs> Widow Tweed. Widow. deserve that. No, that's dirty. With how empowering she is, yeah, and yet oh, her shit. name is Widow Tweed. <laughs> this as the next scene. Whenever um, Copper's leaving, yes, yeah. So they all leave for a hunting trip for the winter. Uh, they being Chief Amos and copper and Todd's running after and all the whimpering from Todd or copper was just so, so heart wrenching. Yeah. And I just want to also touch on the fact that the kid actors who did the, 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 Child versions of Todd and Copper were just absolutely precious. So
1: cute.
0: <laughs> just the cutest fucking things, oh my yes. Gosh. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. I was just like, aw- like so many awe moments, you know? So if you like those little cutesy awe moments, this movie has a lot of them within the first 20 minutes <laughs> and then not so many after yeah. that. Todd's talking to Big Mama and talking about how him and Copper are going to be friends forever. And Big mm-hmm. Mama breaks into a song, this very entertaining song. And I wrote down the lead-in for it now, if you're so foxy and old chief's so dumb, then why does that hound always get the fox on the run? Because he's got the hunter and the hunter's got the gun. Kablam, elimination. Lack of education. <laughs> bars! That's yeah, fucking bars! That <laughs> yeah, that That's so bars. fucking hard. Yeah. Like, very... Like, this is 1981. The song took like, me out so of it. so Really? I, I've really enjoyed the song. It was... It
2: felt extremely out of place. I like, suppose, because this like, isn't a all musical. Of, all of the sudden, the bird singing, and then there's no more singing. There was none before that. There's no more after it. I don't know. I thought it was a cute little number to kind of spice things know, up a it little threw bit. threw me. It took
0: me out. I was like, okay, I don't know why this is happening. That's fair. What did you think?
1: I mean, I liked it, but I could also see how it was slightly awkward.
0: I guess I could see where you guys are coming from, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun little number. Yeah. We had, like, a couple little songs throughout this movie, but nothing. That was the only, like, character singing song. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. It I mean, Widow was... Tweed, like, kind of spoke saying that, that song. That was, like,
1: spoken poetry. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, it could have just been a song in the background. They could have just, like, went around to it in
0: the woods or something together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love the Boomer and Dinky joining in and it's just being a fun little number with the birds. It, it just didn't, like, it was like, I don't know, and it, it was, again, it was like a somber movie, and like, like, why are you doing this? I feel like, it, that's what I'm saying, I felt like it was a, it was a part to, like, kind of, like, bring people back into it in a happy way, and then they show copper, or f- fuck, I keep mixing them up, <laughs> alcohol, uh, I keep, uh, they show Todd the animal skins in, their, in the shelter, or the, uh, whatever, you know, the barn little yeah. thing outside. And that's one of the most morbid things I've seen in a Disney movie. (laughs) Just pelts. Yeah, just hella pelts. And then we see more later in the back of the truck whenever they pull back up. Like,
1: insane amount.
0: Like, this dude. Amos ain't even a hunter. He's just a straight mass murderer. <laughs> like, why do you need all those just pelts, for? a homicidal maniac. No, 100%. He <laughs> like is. I know he
1: was gone for the whole winter, but that was crazy. It was like an entire cart trailer yeah. full.
0: Like, he just gets a kick out of it. So while they're on the hunting trip and everything, uh, Amos uh, is really kind of... Uh, Started leaning more towards Copper as he's gotten older because Copper's kind of taken over. Yeah, the nose. Mm-hmm. His nose has really got gave him the edge over Chief and Chief's that that's kind of getting to him. He Copper even on the way on the ride back takes Chief's spot in the passenger seat. Yeah, which there was room for both of them up front. Yeah, 100%. And they're back, and yeah, we see all these just animal skins in the back. And I'm just wondering. Like, Todd's like, oh, we're going to be friends again. I'm just like, why is he not upset by all of the fucking fox pelts? The, in the p- Yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's
1: not just bothered like, at all.
0: He's just like, oh, he killed all those foxes, but we're definitely going to be
1: homies. Yeah, I'm different.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: we're best friends for life.
0: Yeah, that would be like being a woman who's, like, friends with Ted Bundy. Be like, no, he's
1: not going to kill me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's different. laughs> we're friends. <laughs> and Todd... Pulls up on Copper and just real confident that they're just gonna be friends again. And Copper's like, no, you best get out of here. I ain't gonna kill you, but uh, I am a hunting dog now. You know." Yeah, them days are over. Yeah, yeah, he does say them. Da- yeah, them days are over, basically. And Todd's obviously confused and hurt. She gets hit by that train within this. Uh, well, first, Co- okay, first Copper has Todd cornered. Yeah, yeah. And Amos is running up, and he's like. Get him, get him, boy! You know, and you see that remorse within Copper, and he's like, "I'll let you go this one time,"
1: you mm-hmm. know.
0: And he lets him go and leads Amos in another direction, but Chief catches up with Todd on the train tracks, which is a very bad place to go. Like, well, it's not like they know. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, that's true. They don't know
1: what train tracks are. True,
0: They're, they don't live. I mean, they do they live. live the yeah, they live on the farm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That definitely should have killed Chief. Like, 100%. He hit, the way he hit that fucking rock on the way down. Yeah. That, he got hit by a fucking train. He yeah, did. he got he smacked
1: by a train. With how, far, with how far he fell, like, he would have hit that rock so hard. Yeah,
0: and it was implied he got hit by the train. Yeah.
1: Well, the dude, Amos, said jump.
0: Right, but I think he hit, like, I heard, I, I felt like the train, like, hit him. I think that yeah. was what was implied, yeah. I mean, it
2: was, like, light in his face, and then, like... True. The train, like, it, see, it looked very nice. So like
1: he good. definitely should have died. Somehow yeah. only his he, leg got broke. he broke a leg. <laughs> yeah, somehow he
0: hit, He banged his fucking neck against a, a jutted out part of the fucking cliff, cliff on the way down, yeah. but his leg is the only thing injured.
1: And he also landed in the water, so, like, how did he not even drown or anything?
0: Which, don't get me wrong, I don't want to see a dead doggy in a Disney movie, no. but... <laughs> At the same time, come on now. He <laughs> died.
1: <laughs> and in the original story, he did die.
0: Right. Yeah, because you read that book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I
0: did. I did also want to say that the snowfall effect while well, it was winter looked very cool.
1: Yeah, it, yes. was, it was very good. I liked that. That was very pleasant.
2: Oh, Widow Tweed. She knows it's time to go. Yeah, she can't do this anymore. Because he's going to get killed. Yeah. And so she takes him out, way like, out. That's going to get killed. She takes, she takes old Todd way out in the woods, dude. This had me in tears. And yeah, just, this, this is was absolutely. I dropped a
1: tear or two.
2: Gut wrenching. Just drops him off, and he follows, and all that stuff, and it's real
0: sad. Super, super depressing. This, this might be, one. This might be. Like, uh, the the most depressing scene in the entire movie, like, of all things that happened.
2: Because then Todd is seeing all these animals with, like, getting their babies out of the way of the rain Mm -hmm. and everything, and he's all alone for the first time.
1: And also the, like, spoken poem was beautiful. Like, Mm -hmm. the words, what she was saying about her and her relationship with Todd and all that was just so beautiful. Yeah, about about
0: how they both didn't have anyone and now they're both not going to have
1: anyone again yeah but they needed each other you know and they have the memories in their hearts and that'll stay and all that stuff it was just really beautiful and it was
0: but, a whole lot on the it was tugging the old heartstrings yeah. real hard
1: and he was so obedient
0: yeah he was a very very loving fox and she was she was a great she was a she was a great caretaker mm-hmm. and uh
2: oh amos it's like oh I know where that bitch went. Yep. Oh, I know where that bitch is. I yep. know where she dropped that fucking fox he's off. He's at the game range. I'm going crazy, and we're going in there, and we're fucking killing we're him. We're going to get him. He starts laying out bear traps all over the motherfucker.
0: They do a really, like, I almost want to say scary scene where he's showing Copper the bear trap and, like, snaps... With the stick Scary movie. for a Disney movie. Yeah. Where he snaps the stick with the bear claw and, like, the implication. Like, the I, when I saw that, I picture in my mind Todd's leg. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's what makes it yeah. that extra scary, you know? And so they just kinda hide
2: out there and wait for him to step on a fucking trap. But Big Mama shows back up
0: to come help out Todd. She she sees Vixie. Is that or does Vixie. she see Todd yeah. first?
1: No, she's no, looking she's, for Todd and, and then she Vixie. sees Vixie thinking it was Todd. But I mean, wondering when did
2: they meet? Yeah, that was another thing. She was such a weirdly introduced, like almost completely unnecessary addition. I guess I it was kind just of, it, to give that love. It kind of brought it. him out of his funk. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That porcupine was piglet, by the way. Yeah. He was, that was. Piglet. I didn't
1: get the chance to look that up, but yeah, I it was correct.
2: definitely piglet. He was stressed out. Okay, that night he wasn't in the mood to have sex with porcupine. <laughs> so yeah, he Todd he curls up with the porcupine the badger character the badger
0: character is one of my favorite characters in the movie
2: we meet the badger character yeah. two times on yes. a- on accident while he's just trying to find somewhere to go find somewhere to sleep he goes in the badger's den and immediately is scolded and pushed out
1: it was oh, because yeah, he todd was freaking completely destroyed out. his fucking house he
2: fell down out of the tree directly into the his yeah his little home yeah
0: so he fa- yeah and then the badger comes out freaking he go on,
1: get get Go back to where you came from. So
0: I wish the badger would have gotten some comeuppance. However, he was a very entertaining character. And I also taught small town the word comeuppance before we came on the air. Yeah, comeuppance. He said that sounded like a, what, a Muppet? Mm-hmm. like Yeah, like some Muppet shit. <laughs> the comeuppance. <laughs> yeah, so Vixie. Yeah. So uh, Vixie's like, all right, I'm going to she, she hears he's about the same age as her. And that's all she, and he's new. And, and he's, that's all and she he's handsome. handsome. Yeah, and yeah. he's handsome. That's all she needs to hear. Be like, all right, where's this fox at? We, I'm trying to. Fuck. Yeah, she's like, I'm not doing shit. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's straight so up. Look for him.
0: And they pretty much hit it off pretty quick. And
2: but then he fucks it up because yeah, he, does, he yes. tries to act like he knows how to fish and stuff, and he definitely doesn't.
0: So like an Aladdin moment where he's trying to act like something he isn't, you know? Yeah. And then he
2: gets like made fun of. So then he's all pouty again. He's like, everybody laughs at me. You know what I mean? And then. Do they recover then? Right then too? Is that like when they
0: also like? She's like, no, right? They kind of yeah, exactly. They they keep talking, yeah, and, and that leads to fucking.
2: And it leads to fucking, and then it leads to waking up, and then it leads to fucking absolute chaos. Oh my god, yeah. This, so this is where the climax hits. First of all, he barely he walks. He starts barely. walking through. <laughs> he starts walking through these bear traps, and he's just so happening to fucking miss all of them. Mm-hmm. You know. By a little by the skin on his fucking Teeth. paws. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do they see him coming, and he pulls the gun out? and That's why he gets scared. I feel like they see him. I feel like the hunter. Like yeah, they that, that kicks him. it off. Yes, and then they're like chasing him, and then they run into the bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he fuck. That's why I, another thing. He's a bad shot because he wings the fucking bear. Yeah, this giant fucking thing. and He shoots it top the shoulder, <laughs> like bro, anywhere, center mass. <laughs> Also, you're not gonna really do shit to a bear with one shot, unless Hell you no. put it between its eyes, yeah, I was maybe. Say. Yes, like. <laughs> and that bear was ju- the biggest bear of all time. It's oh yeah, humongo, prehistoric bear. Is it a bigger than
0: Bambi bear?
1: Honestly, there's a
0: fucking bear in Bambi. Wasn't that the thing that hunted that, that was like coming at them at the end? Wasn't it a bear? I don't
1: know. But I guess we'll find that out. That when Bears were brave.
0: Oh yeah, that too. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> big ass bear.
0: Yeah, it was a massive bear. Very scary. Red-eyed bear, right? Yeah. yeah. Red eyes, yeah. yeah. That was like playing into more of like the – I feel like Disney did that a lot. Like they did that with like the rat from Lady and the Tramp, right? Mm-hmm. Like red eyes, you know, like – This is when – They may have not done that for the rat and Lady and the Tramp. I can't no, they did. What they did? Yeah. Okay.
2: So whenever – this is whenever Todd does the – like he's running away from uh, Copper and he jumps like onto the bush – and then onto that tree to go across. So then it mm-hmm. kind of takes his scent off. Right. That's where the bear was. Right. Yes. It was just like back behind uh-huh. there.
1: Yeah.
2: And so that's when he's like, "Well, let's let's get him." And then it's like, "I doubt it." You know. <laughs>
0: right. uh, Bad shot, Amos Slate.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so then it's just a bunch of crazy shit going on, and is defending Amos because Amos falls in a fucking bear trap, which he deserved. Honestly. Yeah. Which,
0: honestly, I was, like, I literally said to Kaylee, like, I wish that fucking bear trap would have cut his ankle off. Not me, because then he could have got away. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But, He
1: would have yeah, had you, some thick-ass boots on or yeah,
0: something, because... Yeah. sure snap. Yeah, that would be doing some damage. <laughs> yeah. I know that's very morbid of me to say, but Amos would have fucking... If anyone deserved it, it's Amos Slade. Oh, yeah. Facts. So, yeah, Copper's fighting off a fucking bear. He's
2: a bloodhound. I don't know how, like, that works at all. It doesn't, really. So it doesn't, actually, it doesn't work. And so then Copper's like, oh, fuck. I gotta go help my friend, even though
0: he was just trying to literally help this guy kill me. But I feel like that was going to happen no matter what, what, you know? Like, he does, he felt the anger of, like, I want to get back at him. Mm -hmm. But I don't think he ever truly wanted him dead in his heart, you know? Right. And he goes back,
2: and now a fox is fighting a bear and doing way better than he should be. Yeah, like this is very Disney-rific <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. no, this is the, awesome. no, this is when they get back on the tree, right? They get back on this like tree that's going across the waterfall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The bear. This is like a sign of like the bear not really realizing its size and strength. Yeah, where all. he's at. Yeah, and then they fall. He really. Yeah, yeah. This was like really cool. I want to say, like honestly, like mm. for how kind of somber and mild mannered this movie kind of was this was a really badass climax it was it was like unexpected like kind of crazy like I did not I mean I did remember it because I had watched this movie like fairly recently prior to Mm -hmm. this this most recent watching however before I had watched it two years ago or whatever I did not remember how awesome and crazy this climax was
1: definitely not it was
0: yeah you didn't expect this
1: the waterfall scene, I didn't remember, like, at all. Yeah. Yeah. No.
2: That's crazy. And Todd is the only one that survives this fall.
1: hmm Yep.
2: Between him and Old Bear. And here's Amos, and he's about to take the shot, which probably would have missed.
0: <laughs> Even though yeah. he was right there. And he probably <laughs> would right have shot a shadow. But
2: like, <laughs> Copper comes over, and he stands in front of him, and he's like, mm, you're going to have to kill me, you know, because he just saved his life, though, so it's kind of just like, no, this is my boy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Amos just kind of fucking is like, all right. Well, he trusts his dog. That's true. It took him no, way
1: too long though to decide. Like, I didn't like how long he had the gun pointed at Copper.
0: But Probably. also, oh, uh, speaking of like hunting down something, that, uh, we we didn't touch on this. I also wanted to bring up how I really enjoy the gag, uh, the recurring gag throughout the movie of Boomer and Dinky trying to get that caterpillar. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. yeah. Was that there ever was a payoff bad. with that though? He was a bu- turned into a butterfly. Yeah, he did turn into a butterfly. Okay, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that was a great payoff. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, I was trying to think. Uh, it, ver- it gave me very much uh, Scrat and get trying to get the nut energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's very true.
0: And with that, you guys want to get into our re- report cards for yeah. the Fox and the Hound. It's report card time. Time to, this sheet. Time to show your parents. <laughs> <laughs> So small town, I'll start with you this week because I think I worked backwards last week. What do you give the animation? A letter grade under your movie report card? I'm honestly gonna give it like a
2: B plus, A minus because like Seven there one was one, I would say B plus. <laughs> okay, there was just like subtly, like some subtleties and shit, like steps in the snow and his steps around the bear traps and shit like they're just like they all lined up very well and they looked really good especially for it being the type of animation mm-hmm. it was so I feel like I gotta give it a high uh, you know and then the background being I should have just watercolor paintings like it's
0: gorgeous yeah B plus, B plus. Katie okay.
1: <laughs> I actually would also give it a B plus um because I loved the backgrounds and all that and I thought that Todd and Copper when they were little were so fucking cute but there were a couple scenes, like, when uh, Todd was running where it was just kind of jerky in a way. And obviously it's not going to be perfect, but just, you know, and can't I noticed, give it a perfect score.
0: <laughs> that's fair if you notice some jerky moments. And right. I also noticed, like, with the remastering, how some shots were kind of blurry. Like they yeah, it wasn't the same focus it. or something. Yeah. Something. I would give it a straight-up A, and I can admit that I'm being kind of biased, too, because it's just my favorite kind of animation. And I thought they just made all the characters really cute and really... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. like Even the even the human characters, Lido and Amos, Like I thought they looked great, too. I, I just thought they did a really good job with making all the characters look memorable, and all the scenery was very eye-catching. Yeah. I've just always been drawn to the animation of... Like, obviously hand-drawn animation in general, but this movie in particular. Small Town, what you giving the story on your report card? I'm going to give it a B,
2: because it's a pretty timeless story. Like, the story of Fox and Hound is just a dope-ass, like...
0: I mean, I don't see how it could ever become not timeless, yeah. Yeah, and there's nothing else that's really quite like it. If there is, it's because of Fox
2: and the Hound, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a pretty basic storyline, you know? So I can't really give it... Not in a bad way. No, it was just very linear, very simplistic, very straight up. But I enjoyed it. I liked the movie. But I watched it again.
0: Kaylee?
1: I'd give it story, like a B-minus, probably. With all the Disney movies, I just felt like this one was a little, it was just very, very toned down. I don't want to say boring, but like like you said, it was just very, very calm. And it was hard to, these day, this in this day and age, not get distracted or want to do something else while I was watching it. Uh, There were definitely times where it had my full attention, but there were other times in the movie where I was tempted to grab my phone or get up and get a snack or something. I don't know. I just wasn't completely drawn in the whole time. But I still think it was very original and one of a kind and everything, and everything that's tried to remake it has failed. So it's got to give it credit where it's due, but also, yeah.
0: I'm going to give it an A, and I'm going to take a little bit of what Kaylee in Small Town said and sprinkle in with mine. Uh, Small Town, I I mean, I I just go a little bit higher on with what you said for the A. Like, it's it's a timeless fucking story, and will never get old and can resonate with anyone because, I mean, even if you can't relate directly with, like, (laughs) hunting dog and fox story, you can relate with, like, getting older and losing touch with friends. Yeah and that kind of deal but all, even if you lose touch like knowing like a lot of them will still always love you or have your back in a lot of ways as well it's a great story and that leads us into characters small town movie report card for characters
2: honestly fuck every single one of those characters uh probably a b again like it's a pretty just i mean it's a good cast you know who's your favorite character Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Kaylee.
1: I guess I'd give the characters like an A minus because I did like them a lot except for Amos. Hated that dude. And Chief I had a love-hate relationship with. But everybody else, even the Badger, I was like, he's kind of a dick, but uh, understandably so. I mean, his house got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> he was just trying to sleep. But yeah, I really liked the Porcupine dude, especially with knowing like it was Piglet's voice that just hits it a little deep.
0: I would, uh, I would give the characters a straight up A. No complaints. They all served their purpose and served it well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, like I said before with Chief, maybe a deeper, intimidating voice would have been a good take on it. But also, I enjoyed this take on Chief too, so I can't really complain. All good characters. Like, I have they no were. complaints. Good. Even as much as I hated Amos and him being just completely sexist, he was still very entertaining. He did a
1: good job of being bad.
0: He was, yeah, a great baddie. Like, very engaging villain. Yeah. Absolutely. So overall, we're going to go with our ratings now. We're going to start with our boy, Small Town. I'm going to
2: give it 25 out of 28 missed shots by Amos.
1: Are you kidding me? (laughs) I was literally going to do like 276 out of 300 shotgun shells that Amos shot. That is so funny.
2: It was a good movie? also not like a – except for the climax of the movie, you know, not a real exciting uppity movie. Like like Kaylee said, like you can kind of get up and like you can just throw this on and like kind of move around and do shit while it's on, you know, because not a lot of shit goes on until it happens and then all of a sudden it's like crazy and mm-hmm. then it's just like done. The movie's over after that, you know. But it's a good movie. Everything it's like super memorable. The characters are iconic. Like, you know, it's just a fucking really – solid movie. That's, I mean... Kaylee, have you thought of your rating?
1: I'll give it four out of five runaway worms. <laughs>
0: why was that one of the ratings I thought about in my head too?
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to change that to hairy worms because this worm was fucking hairy and I was thinking about that, like, why well, this worm got little hairs every time I hairy. saw him. Yeah. They
2: called it a hairy worm. Yeah. It's a caterpillar.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Never mind. Anyways... I did like the movie. Like I said, the only thing about it was that it was just, like, it just didn't capture my attention like a lot of Disney movies do. But other than that, beautiful original story. Characters were amazing. Um, art style was fantastic. Gotta give it credit where it's due. Cool.
0: I would give it three and a half out of four shot up milk cartons. <laughs> uh, because while well, I want to give it the full four, I can't because, I mean, I do feel like I, I could have, yes, I liked the short. Uh, brisk pace of this movie a lot and how it was very straightforward and this is a plot driven movie mm-hmm. you know and I appreciated it and I love the story however I could have used a little bit more establishment in the be- at the beginning of like okay let's see more of Todd and Copper's friendship like we really only got about like maybe a total of five minutes of them playing on, on screen mm-hmm. and we're supposed to believe they had this deep childhood friendship you right. know watch number two and you'll find out oh good lord that's <laughs> it that's not canon that's not fucking canon <laughs> in my opinion that's not um and we will watch it one day on this pod for this podcast good lord uh and that goes in the grab bag now <laughs> box and yes. the hound too
1: Woo-hoo.
0: so we'll talk about that one day but overall great characters like Swanton said iconic and I just really enjoyed it. No, no strong complaints, but there were a couple small gripes for me. And, yeah, so that was The Fox and the Hound.
1: Yeah. That was a fun
0: movie. That was a fun little movie to revisit. I definitely forgot some stuff about it, so it was cool to be reminded.
1: Yeah, not as much to talk about, but still a great show.
0: Thank you for joining us, folks. I hope you all have a great rest of your evening, morning, day, whatever it is, whatever time of the day you're listening. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye, bye bye. Go Chiefs. <laughs> okay. Go Orioles. And we just gave you the business.